0: The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. Recognizing the unsung heroes of sports media. I'm stuck in this pit, working for less than slave wages, working on my day off. This is the Producers Podcast with Brady Farkas. I'm the executive producer. Oh, you're the executive producer. And it starts now. Now.
1: What's up everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Barrett Sports Media Producers Podcast. Hope everybody who's headed to LA for the Barrett Sports Media Summit has a great week as well, and it should be a great time. I went to the summit in 2020, right before COVID hit, and found it incredibly valuable. And I know everybody who's there this year will do it the same. Well, maybe for this podcast, we're not going to LA. We are going to Southern California. We talk with Paul Rindel of 90. 90- 7-3-the-fan in San Diego, and you'll find out why I said it so slowly in just a matter of moments. Paul, I'm going to start off this podcast in a way I haven't started off any of the previous 29 podcasts or whatever it is. Paul, state your name, your position, and your station.
0: All right. My name is Paul Reindl, and I am the executive producer, a little on air, with Ben & Woods, On 97.3 The Fan in San Diego.
1: Have you ever worked in Pittsburgh?
0: Not that I am aware of. Maybe in a past life. But no, I have not ever even been to Pittsburgh.
1: The reason why I say this is because as I was soliciting ideas for next guests on the podcast, somebody says to me, Paul 93 93.7. And 93.7 is The Fan In Pittsburgh. So I'm doing all this research initially, and they give me your number. So I'm doing all this research initially on Paul Rindel, and I'm typing in the fan, and I'm like, there is nothing about Pittsburgh here. So now I'm like, is this guy's name not really Paul? Do do, do we have the wrong number? What has gone on here? Then I finally come to the conclusion that, 937 is Pittsburgh. 973 is the fan in San Diego, and it's just been typed to me wrong. But I wanted to make sure I cracked the case officially that you are not supposed to be in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, as far as I know, uh, I'm still here in San Diego. Supposed to be here in San Diego. Going to be in San Diego for uh, for the foreseeable future. But yeah, that's funny. There are uh, in the Odyssey family. There are. A lot of the fans, and yeah, ninety-seven three, ninety-three seven. Uh, that's a easy mistake right there. I'm pretty sure we've said coming up next on ninety-three seven. The fan accidentally.
1: <laughs> well, we're coming up on baseball season. I got to imagine that right now you're knee deep in Padres fever.
0: Oh my gosh, you have uh, no idea. Typically, the off season in a. In a one-sports town like San Diego with one major team, um, it can be a little bit dry, and and you got to get the creative juices flowing. And that was not the case this year. Um, certainly, when the team makes it to the NLCS uh, and plays well into October, that kind of shortens the offseason a little bit. There has been many years in the past where – we get to I don't know mid September. The Padres have already been eliminated, and we're making our NFL picks every week and all <laughs> yeah. that. And uh, this this city is just rabid for any and all Padres content. Um, we didn't have a lockout this year, so that helped. And yeah, man, uh, we're at the time of this recording, we're about ten days out from opening day, and the anticipation has never been higher for this team. I. Say that there's the you know the Padres have made the World Series twice, and you would think the following year would have crazy expectations. Uh, it's nothing like what we're dealing with right now in San Diego.
1: You know, it's interesting. You talk about previous years, and uh, you know, several times on this podcast, I've been told football is the straw that stirs the drink, and football is the thing we talk about, and we talk about our team, and then we talk about our team some more, and then we just talk about football in general. When you are a one sports town, how does that impact? what your shows do there and your job as a producer, do you do you talk a lot of football with the Padres there too? Or is it all Padres and the NFL gets passing mentions?
0: Um I would say it's definitely the latter. I mean, obviously when there is a major story in the NFL, like Tom Brady retiring, Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets, you know, stuff like that, of course, we'll touch on it. And and it's, you know, with all the drama that professional sports can bring, whether it's the NBA, the NFL what have you. There's always juicy stories there, but as far as um, breaking down games and, and really diving into all of our picks, that's just not who we are as a show anymore. And it's never really been our comfort zone. Um, the Padres, or I'm sorry, the chargers left San Diego uh, two years before we even came together as a show. We're coming up on our five year anniversary next week. And yes, there are still chargers fans in San Diego, not a lot, but they're still there. And you do have to try to find that delicate balance of not completely crapping all over the team that broke all of our hearts and left for Los Angeles. But we kind of just, we're getting more com- confident in ourselves to just be like, hey, man, this, that's just not our show anymore. We've seen the numbers, the ratings speak for themselves. Um, our, we've been on a, a previous station, the first station that our show began with our bosses would tell us it was almost like they were looking at data that was maybe five years old because they were Mm -hmm. telling us the NFL rules all. And then after that, you know, it's the Padres and then like the NHL and the NBA are a tier below that. That's for the San Diego market. We don't have an NBA team. We don't have an NHL team, but it was still football rules all. And this was two, three years after the, the NFL left our city. And we just said, I don't think that that's still accurate. I, I don't believe it. And as I mentioned, the ratings speak for themselves. Um, I can I can see actual hard data as far as being the producer. I can see digital download numbers. And if I were to title, a headline an hour of our show that said, you know, Tom Brady, is he really retired? Or Manny Machado says the Padres need to go out and acquire so-and-so. I can tell you with, Absolute certainty that Padres-related headline will get ten times the clicks. Anything NFL-related, whether it's Tom Brady, the goat, or or anything else, uh, the the numbers speak for themselves. The people the people here want Padres, and we've kind of developed our mindset as a show being it's Padres one, and then below that is personal anecdotes and, and stories about our personal life because we do try to appeal to. You know, the everyday guy driving in his truck, sitting in traffic. Um, You're never going to hear us on a Tuesday morning breaking down the 4-3 defense that the Bears had in Monday Night Football (laughs) It's just not that's
1: just not us. (laughs) You know, I'm sure given the rivalry with the Padres and given the divisional component, I'm sure there's a lot of Dodgers talk, at least keeping tabs on what the Dodgers do because of the impact on the Padres. But I'm curious, does the L.A. market infiltrate San Diego sports talk radio at all other than that?
0: Occasionally, um, not so much with the Dodgers. We're never going to have like we're never going to have a Dodgers insider on. Especially if we're not playing the Dodgers, but just uh-huh. to like keep tabs on them. Um, now, if we have a you know an ESPN general MLB insider on, sure, the Dodgers may come up. They're one of the best teams in baseball. There's no denying that. Um, but other than that, we kind of we call it Dodger loving, and there's no Dodger loving <laughs> on our show. Um, as far as LA in general, you know the Lakers, uh, they'll get some mentions, but quite frankly, they're not even that relevant anymore. That's the Lakers. They're always relevant, but they are struggling very hard right now. And, and, uh, you know, Lakers, uh, Kings, Ducks, Chargers, Rams, they all, if anything is of note, it's just kind of a passing note on our show.
1: Is there a lot of college talk on your show, whether it be San Diego State, USC, UCLA, any of that talk on your show?
0: Yeah, there's a good amount of uh, Aztecs talk is probably the biggest uh, school in San Diego that moves uh, moves the needle for us. Um, currently this being recorded during March madness and and the Aztecs are in the sweet 16. We did an hour, you know, 25% of our show today was, uh, hard, you know, basketball talk and, and breaking down their two games this last weekend and setting up their, uh, sweet 16 matchup with Alabama. And there's a ton of alumni, uh, that still live in San Diego that all went to San Diego state. Um, so we do, we do occasionally dip into the college scene, but, Like I said, man, we are, I would say 80% of our content is probably the mix of Padres and personal anecdotes because we've found that, you know, there could be a major, not even a major, but there could be a a top trending story in sports. Whoa, the Dallas Cowboys released who? Like, that's all you're going to see on all the national talk shows because it's the Dallas Cowboys. but people would rather know what our lock screens are on our phones and we'll <laughs> rip one of the guys because it's something weird. You know, that's the kind of content that sticks with people.
1: How hard is it to do a show in a place where the weather is so good? I'd be looking outside the window every, every minute of the show.
0: You say that as I look out my window, it's actually pouring rain in San Diego right now but... for
1: the first time in years.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, um, I think the Padres since Petco park opened in 2004, <laughs> I mean, they've had less than 10 rainouts in almost 20 years. Uh, it's just even when the tarp is on the field an hour or two before the game, it's like, whoa, I didn't even know we had one of those tarps. Uh, it's great, man. We have a really beautiful studio it's on the sixth floor of the building that looks out over the freeway and you can see san diego state in the background it can be a little bit a little bit distracting on those beautiful days especially when you know we're the morning crew so we're out of there at 10 15 every morning and we can get a tea time at 11 and be on the <laughs> golf course and you're just sitting there you're like all right I'm, I'm ready to ready to get outside now
1: oh man paul what advice would you have for new or young producers
0: I would say uh, the most important thing is just being on the same page with everybody on your show. And I work with two guys, Ben and Woods, that makes up the Ben and Woods show. (laughs) Uh, And the three of us, we are, we are constantly in communication. You know, I used to hear like horror stories of some radio legends in, in sports talk radio that they were so good on the air together that they had, to stick around for as long as they did, but they actually hated each other. And, and I've been fortunate to not have to experience that myself. Uh, We are constantly planning golf outings and, you know, meeting up before and after Padres games. Like we have a great experience together. And, you know, this job in the mornings, especially we go six to 10 AM and it's not like you can get off the air at 10 o'clock and just plan the next day's show you kind of have to let the sports news develop and sometimes it may not happen until five or six at night so we'll just kind of kick around throughout the day we'll be texting each other oh did you see this send each other you know stories or funny clips on twitter stuff like that um but it's it's really just having that that rapport uh i feel like we we got it quicker than most um to the point where like I control our board. I have all of our sound drops and all of that. And we have a lot of drops that we use on our show. And we've gotten to the point, it took us maybe a year, maybe even six months, where um, Woods could just look at me and I would already know what drop he wants to play. Or by the time he's already turned, I'm giving him a thumbs up like I already got it because I knew exactly, (laughs) I could hear where you were going with that. And it's just made us uh, a really fun show. We have a great time in the mornings. and, And I just think that you know, I've, I've worked with other hosts that we didn't get along and it was just work. This doesn't feel like work. This feels like I'm just hanging out with my buddies. And that's the vibe that we've always wanted on our shows. Three guys sitting at a bar, drinking beer, talking sports. Let's take that conversation, expand it over four hours and call it a radio show.
1: Paul, man, I appreciate the time. Appreciate you having uh, you coming on, on this episode of the producers podcast. I'm glad we located you in San Diego and, uh, not in Pittsburgh. We'll try to get that Paul on on a future episode. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's
0: my evil twin, apparently.
1: <laughs> Thanks to Paul Reindel. I'm glad that uh, we found out the answer to the mystery that whoever told me about getting Paul on must have just been a typo. He's not in Pittsburgh. It's not 93-7. It's San Diego. 973. I'm glad to hear baseball talk. I'm glad to hear that they've got Padre's fever there. I love baseball. I want everybody to love baseball. And I'm glad to hear that we have another market out there that's all in on baseball. now as we have less than ten days to go by the time this comes out until opening day. So thanks to Paul Rindle again. Everybody enjoy the Barrett Sports Media Summit. And I look forward to hearing and reading all the stories and all the great content that comes out of that. We'll see you next week on the Producers Podcast. You don't want to believe it, but maybe the show is over.
0: Thank you for listening to the Producers Podcast. To enjoy past and future episodes, check out iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and BarrettSportsMedia.com.